0: One question that I do tend to get asked a lot pretty frequently, especially when it comes to interviews and other people wanting to know kind of my philosophy for teaching about minimalism and clutter free living is what do I think that the biggest mistake is when people are trying to get the clutter out permanently or if they're trying to live a minimalist or clutter free lifestyle. And I always say the same thing. I would say that by far the biggest mistake that I see people make when trying to live a minimalist life or really take on a permanent clutter-free type of lifestyle is that they focus all of their efforts on decluttering. And by that, I mean that it's almost like they see minimalism as being synonymous with decluttering. And when you start to associate those two as being kind of the same thing, then you almost feel like you need to constantly be decluttering something. And really, that shouldn't be the case if you are living a clutter-free lifestyle. That's really just a phase of, you know, achieving a clutter-free lifestyle is getting the stuff out, removing the excess, getting to a space that feels well-balanced to you and that supports you in your daily lives. Where I believe that modern minimalism is trending is toward a more holistic, fulfilling space with less clutter and less excess as opposed to a stark blank slate of a place. I think that a lot of people are realizing going too far in either direction a lot of times is not fulfilling and it's not sustainable and it doesn't make you feel great. So I like to focus on holistic clutter-free living. That's really what everything that I teach and share is about, is about holistic clutter-free spaces. And I know that that word holistic can be used a lot of different ways and a lot of different niches. And so let me just break down exactly why it is that focusing only on decluttering is a huge mistake when you're wanting to live clutter-free and why there's really a lot more of a holistic approach that you could be taking in order to have a lot more success. I will point out that I do have an entire lengthy masterclass that's dedicated to this subject. You can join the waitlist for that masterclass using the link in the description where I go into a lot of detail, but the five general holistic scopes that I like to focus on and that I feel are incredibly important to your home environment are the mind. So this dives into things like your attachments to the belongings that you have why you collect the clutter that you collect. We each have things that we have a little more of an affinity to and a lot of times it goes deeper than we realize when you're collecting the shoes. It might be because you didn't have a lot of shoes growing up, you know, so sometimes there are just deeper roots to things than we realize and these roots will be expressed inside of our space, inside of our surroundings and the choices that we make about what we buy and what we do with our belongings. But also inside of this whole mind category are things like our beliefs. So I've talked a lot about like why your beliefs really are powerful, even with something like getting rid of clutter or creating a space that you want. And I would say even especially when it comes to that, because your home is kind of like the the home base for your lifestyle, right? If you want to see what somebody's lifestyle is like, you're gonna look at their home, the place that they live, the routines that they're taking on day in and day out, that is their lifestyle. So that really does all kind of boil down to the home space and making those changes to your home, especially if you're doing it in a permanent long lasting way, there's no way that that can not also be tied to your lifestyle and making changes to your lifestyle. And so all of that really is rooted into your mindset, your beliefs, what you believe about yourself, and what you're capable of. You know, do you just think, I'm a hot mess, I just can't keep anything organized, everything's always like disaster around me, you know? When you have those deep-rooted beliefs, it's almost like your body won't take the actions necessary to change that because that would be going against your belief pattern. Why would you do that? We tend to take actions that align with what we already believe that we are and who we already identify ourselves as being. But even on a slightly more superficial level, things like our fears, you know, um, feeling disconnected content or concerned about the future. What if I need this someday? Uh, What if we have an apocalypse in five years and all of a sudden every little thing that we own is precious? You know, a lot of people just have a a great deal of fear and unrest about the future or about the past and letting go of the past and what that would mean. Um, And so all of these fears, fears of being wasteful, fears of hurting somebody's feelings if we give something away, you know, fears of all of these things holds us back from making those changes. And so if you don't address the mindset at all, you're leaving this whole big scope of beliefs and fears and attachments and the things that are really going to make any kind of change permanent, those things aren't being addressed. You're just decluttering and you're going to end up decluttering in cycles over and over again. And that's why I say that not taking a holistic approach is just the biggest mistake that I see people make when they're trying to practice long-term clutter-free living. The second part of the holistic system is your emotions. So, learning to let go and being okay with it and finding peace in the process and happiness in the process and getting other people on the same page, especially if you're not living alone, if you're living with a spouse and kids, you know, like trying to to factor and figure in how to get everybody on the same page and how to make these changes. It can be an emotional process. A lot of you know, it can be like a frustrating process and it's something that does have to be addressed if you wanna be able to move forward in a way that lasts and in a way that's smooth and keeps everybody on the same page. And a big part of that I think is to, you know, to create a proactive plan because plans really help to get our emotions on board with changes before they even start happening and taking place. Now, number three is the physical part of decluttering. You have to take action. I always like the saying, knowledge isn't power, knowledge is potential power. It's what you do with that knowledge that actually makes a difference. Um, And so you have to, at some point, you do have to take action, and the decluttering is really powerful and really important in that step but it's only one fifth, it's only 20% of this holistic system. You still need the other pieces in order to truly be successful and to feel like you're not just spinning your wheels. And this part can be a lot of fun. A lot of what I talk about here on the channel is decluttering strategies or decluttering thoughts or, you know, mental mental experiments or whatever when it comes to letting go of your stuff, and it can be a lot of fun to really dive into that and to try different ways of organizing and engineering your stuff to to see what works best for you because all of us are so different. But if you live there and if you focus on that all the time and neglect all of the other areas, then you're doing yourself a huge disservice and you're not going to see those long-lasting results. Number four is all about energy. And so when I say energy, I'm talking about the things that you don't necessarily see, but that are still there. So the mood of your space, the vibes of your space, how it makes you feel, essentially. You can walk into any given environment and start feeling a certain way just by stepping foot into that environment, you know? I like to use the example of the day spa and the haunted house. I've used this example a lot, but I think that it gets the point across that you walk into a day spa, And you have maybe the nice spa music going, the nice spa aromas, everything feels calm and settled. And just stepping into that space makes you feel more calm. It changes the physical appearance of your body. You're not like tense anymore. You know, your muscles start to relax before you even get treatments. And of course, the opposite is the case whenever you're talking about something that would have you tense and uptight, like maybe a haunted house or some other situation that makes you tense. Um, And our home spaces are no different. You walk into a home space and it's chaotic. Like you come home from a long day at work and you walk into the kitchen and it's a disaster you're gonna feel tense. You're gonna feel a little bit stressed. That's gonna express itself uh, probably in some of the words and interactions that you have with the people around you or in the actions that you take with the rest of your day. And so our spaces are really where we draw our energy. I like to say our home is where we draw our energy and our schedules are where we invest our energy. So you constantly are having this balance of drawing energy from your space, which you can optimize to do that wonderfully and to constantly be getting this whole return of investment and replenishing of your energy and stuff on repeat if you have your space tailored to a way that's appropriate for you. And then also balancing that with how you are investing your time and your energy into your schedule, of course. It's important to be mindful of the energy of your space how you need to streamline it, what your functionality is, all of these different things are an important part. And so if you're not considering that and you're not factoring that in, meaning streamlining, meaning the layout for the functionality, the tones and the fabrics and the colors and just the whole vibe that you're bringing into your space, again, you're missing out on a huge opportunity. And I do wanna say, because I know that some people will look at my bedroom, I've done like home tours before, and you know, some people think it looks awesome and some people are like, that looks a little bit cold for me, and it's really so different from person to person. What you need from a space is not what I need from a space. So let's just get that clear right now. And that's one of the things that I love about sharing about this lifestyle is that it's not a one-size-fits-all. Even though so many people like to peg it as you know, white walls and a couple of succulents and just like this whole one-size-fits-all thing, it really isn't. Um, it's about you as a unique individual or as a unique family unit, and finding what's going to make you feel really good and feel really supported and successful in all of the things that you want to accomplish and experience in your lifetime. That's how I see it. And getting the excess out of the way is one of the important steps to creating that space for yourself. And then the fifth part of the holistic system is a maintenance structure so this is things like your habits your routines the systems you know i've talked about some of these things here on the channel before Um, and there are a lot of other people who share their systems that are working and their habits that are they're finding success with but Having a system, having the habits built and in place and having, you know, the routines that you're just functioning on daily in and out will make or break whether or not you keep the changes even after they're made. So, you know, you can go ahead and declutter your house and spend an entire spring break cleaning and organizing and decluttering and take a picture because you know that it's not going to last more than a couple of weeks. That's where this maintenance structure is really important. And without that, you're just really decluttering and sprees, right? You're not changing anything in a permanent, sustainable way. So again, that's kind of uh, something that you have to have. It has to be involved in the mix in order to actually be successful in living a clutter-free or a minimalist lifestyle. And that brings me back to, again, the number one mistake that I see people make whenever it comes to minimalism or living a clutter-free life, and that is not focusing on the holistic aspect of things. Most people are unsuccessful at decluttering because they're not taking a holistic approach. They're focusing on that 20% over and over again instead of focusing on the full 100% that's gonna give them sustainable, lasting results. They declutter in cycles and spend hours and days of time just repeating these same functions, repeating this expenditure of energy and time in decluttering over and over again instead of moving forward with the bigger picture. I feel like minimalism has really expanded into more of a a lifestyle and a a way of being. You know, you hear about minimalism in your schedule, minimalism with your thoughts and in your mind and with your emotions. And just really, it's, it's like a lifestyle of prioritizing and minimizing a lot of the excess and the distractions that can keep us feeling frazzled constantly. And still, I say that the same is true across the board for all of these different types of clutter and decluttering. That you can't just brute force your way through to results. You need to take the big picture, take a holistic approach. For example, you can clear your schedule of everything that's currently on it and feel really good about all the blank space that you're seeing on your calendar. But if you don't take into account and take action on the things like your habits and your mindset when it comes to people-pleasing and saying yes to everybody, that schedule is going to fill right back up. And a lot of people live their lives that way and wonder why the schedule just keeps (laughs) filling up. And a lot of it comes down to the mindset and the emotions and the habits, just as much as the need to prune and declutter the schedule. So, food for thought. Hopefully you found this at least interesting, if not motivating, to take a look at more of a holistic approach to your environment and to your life in general, especially if you're looking to take on a minimalist lifestyle or more of a clutter-free lifestyle. I think that you can do some really great things if you just avoid that one big mistake that I see people make. I'll catch you next week.